Hello everybody and welcome back to In The Box. It's season three. It's had a lick of paint. We've got new kit and we're out on the road again. We've got some fantastic guests and we're teaming up with the Football Foundation for this episode because it's all about unlocking the potential of the power in your pitch. We are here in Leicestershire to meet Mowbray Rangers Football Club as well as have a catch up with the Football Foundation and talk to our special guest, John Ledwidge, who is responsible for all things at Leicester Football Club to do with the grass. He is the man that creates those beautiful designs that we get to see at the King Power Stadium. We'll be getting some tips though that can help you and your grassroots football club. But before we delve into the team talk, it's time for a new feature on In The Box. It's our scouting report, because we know there are examples of amazing work up and down the country, and it's time that In The Box recognise that. So Tom, tell us, who's been impressing you in the grassroots community? So this week, because we're in Leicestershire, I got to visit Elston Park, and across at Elston Park, I got to meet this fantastic young volunteer called Callum. He's been involved at the club since he was eight or nine years old as a player, and he fell in love with the grass pitches that they've got there, joined their apprenticeship programme and now maintains the pitches full time. And I tell you what, Charlotte, for this time of year, considering the weather we get in this country, the pitches looked absolutely fantastic. And it's all that thanks and down to individuals like Callum. So from Callum to a shout out for a tea hut. Yeah, that's right. I want to shout out Future Football's Academy Football Club. They purchased this horse box secondhand online and converted it into an amazing snack shack. So not only is it generating valuable income for the football club, but it's keeping the volunteers on the sidelines, the players on the pitch and the parents as well, well fueled. And I think it's an amazing example of creating a sense of community and just thinking a little bit creatively as well. Do make sure that you get in touch with us though to tell us your examples of what you're doing at your grassroots football club as well, because we would love to give you a very deserved pat on the back. Right, Tom, I think it's time for a team talk. Now, you might not recognise our next guest by face, but we would certainly recognise his artwork from the pitches that he's designed at Leicester City Football Club. He's the Football Foundation's newest fan. We've got with us John Ledwidge. Welcome, John. Hi. <laughs> Introduce yourself for us. So, yeah, John Ledwidge, uh, Head of Sports, Surf and Grounds at Leicester City, uh, Football Foundation fan now. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've been working at the club eight years and uh, set up a sports surf academy as well on site at the new training ground. And that's formed part of the work we're doing in the community and the work we've done here, particularly at Moby Rangers. And, John, could you tell us just how important are pitches and how do they impact football clubs? I mean, they're so important. Um, at the top level, we talk about how the most valuable asset at the club are the, is the squad and they do most of their business on what we produce, which are pitches. Um, but to the game in general, and the bit that obviously we're quite passionate about at Leicester with the Sports Turf Academy is improving the grassroots pitches because this is where the next generation are, are playing, right? Um, and it's also important that we increase participation. Um, and the only way to do that is to get good grass pitches. Um, so, yeah, we're on a bit of a mission um, as a, an organisation at Sports Turf Academy again. Um, we've improved 134 pitches across Leicester in one year so far uh, with a view to do more. Um, but they're so, so important. And, you know, these guys are feeding into our club as well. So, like I said, they're the, the next generation, the next stars that are coming through and they're starting right here. And the Grand Managers Association has a big part to play in all of this, don't they? Yeah. And obviously they're a partner. Technology is obviously coming into the game now and supporting clubs like this. There's the Pitch Power app. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so obviously um, our guys come out and support uh, the volunteers with their 
pitch power up and their application to get the funding. Um, and it's so important, but equally it's so easy. It's really, really easy to use. It's really, really straightforward. Um, but we offer that level of support where we come out and we support the guys and just talk them through how to do it. A little bit like what we've done today. Um, we've been with John and done his, his latest pitch power application. So uh, it helps them understand because they're looking at what they're, you know, they're trying to achieve and also it helps them get their funding. So really, really important part. And like I said, really easy to use as well. So, you know, whatever level you're at, you know, go ahead and get involved. Yeah, that's amazing to hear. And obviously we're coming up to a point in the year where pitches are especially a challenge. I think last season over 150,000 games were, were postponed because of it. What are the challenges that you see the grassroots community face the most and what can they do to combat those? I mean, the main thing is, is that these pitches aren't constructed, typically don't have any drainage. Um, so you know, our biggest operation um, when we go out and work with these clubs is aeration. So poking holes in the ground, I know it sounds pretty basic, but you know, the soil profile is quite tacky, a bit like here, this is quite heavy clay. Um, so the more aeration they can do to allow that water to percolate through the, the surface, the better really. And that is what gets games on, but it's also what gets called off if it's not done. Um, so, you know, I always say, start with aeration, start with drainage, because everything else you can build on from that. So that's probably the most important thing for us. And you'll probably, like you say, the pitches that you do have been absolutely unbelievable. Which has been your favourite that you've you've been able to design? <laughs> I get asked this question all the time. When I'm on holiday, honestly, my wife can't stand it because she's. Uh, I get stopped if I've got Leicester stuff on. Do you work at Leicester? Yeah. Oh, do you do the pitch? Yeah. Are you the pitch guy? And so we talk about <laughs> patterns all the time, but um, I think. All of them, you know, just out from the outset, the purpose of doing that was to raise the profile of the industry. This wasn't about the John Ledry show, the, the messy of mowing, like that one. Um, but, you know, it was to raise the profile of the industry and get people talking. Like, And, you know, on holiday, you guys, everyone I've met today, it, they talk about the patterns. Um, the crest was a, a particular, you know, that was just sort of show-stopping, really, and that was the last one that we did. So we're really, really proud of that one. But there were so many, and, you know, the team were involved in designing them and implementing them. So um, we've got a whole playbook full of them now, but obviously that's been put on the shelf for a while. <laughs> and from those show-stopping designs, a lot goes into making a pitch amazing. Yeah. Thinking of those basics, perhaps, for those that look after grassroots pitches, what can they do to, to take their pitch up a level? Uh, like we just said, aeration is absolutely key. You know, that, that is uh, it's one of the fundamentals of getting pitches played on in the winter. Uh, silly as it sounds, mowing, regular mowing, um, you'll just increase that grass cover, you'll, you'll get it healthier by just regular, regular cutting rather than letting it grow and then hacking it down. Um, and I also talk a lot about timing. Um, so you, you might turn up to poke holes in the ground, but if you're dragging a big tractor over a heavy pitch that's wet, you got to make it worse. So timing is really, really important. Um, and another thing that we work on, and we work on at Leicester, and the guys at this level could convey that, is the relationships between them and the coaching staff. Um, and then that's also tied into educating them. Um, talking them through what you do and showing them the importance of, you know, we want to produce good pitches for you to play on. So be careful how you use them when you're training. Don't batter the goal miles. Don't always run through the middles because typically you'll see at this level straight through the middle is where all the wear is. So little things like that, you know, they're sort of like five things that I always say just to give you a little tip. It's not it's similar to what we do as well at Leicester. You know, we educate them on a, on a level with reports and drone footage and all sorts like that and lots of testing. But at this level, it's the same principle applies and just getting people aware of what you're doing and the importance of it. Because these guys give their time up for free, right? It's, you know, it's, it, they're an important part of clubs like this and without them, the football wouldn't exist. And from what you've just said, when I go back to my club, I certainly tell every stop warming up on the pitch <laughs> because that's <laughs> what we're all guilty of because we just want to get a feel for the pitch. Yeah, yeah. Now, there's obviously a load of support out there, John. Where can we direct people to? 
So obviously, you know, the Hive community um, is, is really, really important. And again, it's full of professionals and people at grassroots. And there's guys like me on there. We'll answer questions. There's a whole raft of professionals on there. But also there are guys in the same situation as other guys at grassroots level and they can share stories, share best practice. You know, it's great that we can come and great that we can do it um, and be involved. But sometimes you learn more from each other. That community that's there and does exist is so important. You know, heading towards the Football Foundation website, there's loads of information on there, loads of valuable stuff. Uh, these guys are on a mission to improve pitches so I really would encourage anybody that wants to get involved head to the website and have a look at that and you'll find everything you need on there. I love that and that idea of building a community yeah. where you can share knowledge and John you've worked on some immaculate pitches but I'm sure you've encountered a few horror stories as well can you share any stories with us? I've produced a few horror pitches to be fair in my time you know obviously it, throughout my career we, I've faced a lot of challenges and budget cuts and working at different levels from, from sort of League One right through to the Premier League um, and certainly as a, a scenario where I remember a referee coming out uh, for a game at, at my previous employer and he come out and he just threw a ball up in the air and went and I just, I literally just wanted the ground to swallow me up. But, you know, it happens to all of us. And I, 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 I like sharing that story because we're not always working at that high level. You know, I am now, um, but I've been there too. I've been in the trenches, even at a professional football club. So we all face our challenges. And that was probably one of my lowest moments, to be perfectly honest. So It's quite nice on a final note to ask you the question because of the work you do in the grassroots community, I'm sure you encounter some absolutely amazing volunteers. And sometimes looking after the pitches can be a bit of a thankless task, but it's so, so important. Yeah, they are. And like guys like John who's here who you'll speak to in a while you know they're, they're so valuable and they give up their time for free um, and that's why we find it so important to go and engage them and have a cup of tea with them and talk about the club or talk about what they're doing and, and help them through that process um, but they're an integral part of the game and people can't forget that because without those guys here without those guys looking after the pitches there is no football so John before you go want to fire some quick <laughs> fire questions at you okay that's okay yeah what does football mean to you and why did you develop this love and passion for taking care of grass? Football's been in my life since, well, since I can remember, to be honest. You know, my dad plays and uh, not professionally, but we have always been around football. And for me, football's given me a career, right? Uh, you know, I, w I wanted to be a footballer desperately, but I, I knew I was never going to make it professionally. Um, and I developed the love of this just by going to my local club and wanting to get on the pitch. You know, like I guess most football fans want to get on the pitch of their team, right? If you get a chance to walk out at King Power or Old Trafford or these iconic stadiums, um, and it's something that just gets under your skin. It really does. Um, but football has given me everything that I've got. So, you know, I'm so, so thankful for it. And I've played at grassroots. I've refereed at, at grassroots. You know, I've dodged that question sometimes. Um, and, and I work in the professional game. Um, and now, thankfully, we also do a lot at grassroots level too. So. And what's the best thing that football has taught you as a lesson? Um, just how powerful it is. You know, football inspires so many people, whether you want to play, whether you want to volunteer. The reason the volunteers are here is because they love football um, or because their son or daughter are playing and they want to, to see them do well. So, you know, it just is, it's just such a powerful, powerful sport um, and it can be so influential in, in positive change, you know, obviously engaging in sport, staying fit grass and turf you know you know is it's really really important but yeah i think it's just the power of football uh, and how it brings people together well john thanks ever so much for joining us on You're this welcome. episode can't wait to see the impact that you're going to have as well as the football foundation and all the volunteers across the country thanks guys pitch power is a free web app from the football foundation that allows you to inspect your pitches using your mobile phone quick and easy we're urging all clubs to submit their pitch inspections by the 31st of March so you can start your pitch improvement journey. 
head to the Football Foundation website for more information. We've come in from out of the cold into the wonderful clubhouse here at Mowbray Rangers to find out more about the amazing volunteers that operate this incredible football club. Phil, John, a massive welcome to In The Box. Thank you so much for having us today. Firstly, tell us a little bit about yourselves and, and your roles at the football club. Oh, we can go a long way back. I uh, started playing at the age of seven, um, went into semi-pro football and I ended up coaching with, with a Leicester City uh, coach alongside. Um, then I moved into actual uh, committee work, which then sort of led to important roles, chairman, as I say. But uh, at the end of the day, I moved into this area probably about 14 years ago, came to this club, um, and this club's moved forward tremendously over, over those years. Not solely down to me, but obviously the colleagues with me. Yeah, um, I'm mainly groundsman here at the ground. Um, been doing that for four seasons, took it over when we were sort of in a bit of a sorry state and not quite sure uh, how things were from week to week. Um, obviously, we've moved that on and I've also joined the committee to help with the running of the club um, and obviously decision-making. And 90% of grassroots football clubs still play on grass pitches has a massive part to play now and in the future of football, hence why the Football Foundation are on a mission to improve them. As head groundskeeper here, how important is it to have a great football pitch out there for everyone to play on? I think on a personal note, it's, you know, the quality of the football that our youngsters are able to play here at Mowbray is is all down to what you provide for them and the facilities you provide. And it's always nice to hear the comments when you get travelling managers come, especially for the very young kids and they've got fresh white paint that we do every Sunday morning before they play. Um... I have referees comment and it, it's just nice to make an effort and to know that you're making the pitches as good as they can be at this level with the level of input financially that we've got um, and having the funding um, from the Football Foundation and obviously investment and the time we invest ourselves, me and my other volunteer helpers, uh, obviously have managed to improve that over a few seasons now. It's absolutely incredible what you've achieved over, over your tenure and your spells as, as volunteers here. Phil, every football club needs support and it needs help and there are funding opportunities out there and in particular I know the Football Foundation has, has really helped you achieve some massive, massive things that have helped your football club progress. Yeah, tremendously, uh, to be quite honest. Um, we were lucky enough to have somebody on the committee that was dedicated to looking into grants um, and hence we, we approached the Football Foundation for changes to the actual structure of this building and the usage of it. Uh, still primarily football, but we wanted to make a larger public area for the members to come into. And through Football Foundation um, persuading us to go for the bigger picture, um, we ended up with something like we've got now. Um, other, other projects we've got in, in going are fences to secure the place, um, along with the equipment that we've got. And then portable goals so really what we're doing is we're, we're looking as as we've said trying to make grassroots football as good as it possibly can be for, for the youngsters of the club Obviously Football Foundation's newest fan John Ledwidge has had a huge part to play just what's it been like having John come down and support you with the development of the pitches I, I think it's massive I mean all of the boys at Leicester City that are involved with the Sports Surf Academy are fantastic you know um, I mean 
to put it into perspective, I've had John down here driving a tractor with a uni rake on the back because there was no one else available. Um, you know, so he's not afraid to muck in and do his bit. Um, but we've obviously, we've had funding for equipment and we've had funding to obviously improve the pitches. But what Leicester offer us, you know, through the Sports Turf Academy is the reassurance for me that we're doing the right things and we're, we're putting the money to good use. Having had two years of funding, we have sort of certain trouble areas, which will be the same for many grassroots, especially junior football, where the majority of the football's played in the centre third of the pitch, where they really struggle. Um, and we've seen massive improvement in the outer thirds, but we're sort of working through a project to try and sort of get that middle third to keep up with the outer thirds so that we've got that nice, even, lovely green surface all the way across the pitch. It's really interesting to get that insight. And as well, I'm, I'm assuming every single week, every day, you're putting in hours, volunteering your time. Can you give us a glimpse into what goes on to make a pitch as fantastic as the ones we saw earlier on? Yeah, so it's, it's really difficult at grassroots level and we're on heavy clay here. Obviously, when we get into the wet end of the season... It's, it's actually really important to say that sometimes doing nothing is the best thing to do because actually you can sometimes do a lot more damage than good. Our sort of regime is in the dry months, we'll cut at least once a week, keep the pitches clean and obviously cut nicely, looking nicely. As I said before, every Sunday morning I come down early and we mark all the pitches fresh on a Sunday morning so they're always bright white. Um, that's how we like to have them and the managers get used to it now and to be fair if there's ever a week for whatever reason I'm not available I get grumbled at if they're not bright white um, you you sort of basically have to just prioritise what you can do finally on In The Box we like to ask a hat trick of quick fire questions to you both so first things first what does football mean to you? Live and breathe it the only thing for me is seeing managers and kids turn up play football, be happy, be out doing something they love. That is, that's all I'm here for. And it's going to be a tough one because you've been involved that long, but what's the biggest thing it's taught you? It's community. I think um, it gives a lot back. This club to me is like second family, really, to be honest. I come and see the people and it's, it's just like coming home. And my final question to you both, what piece of advice would you give to someone listening to In The Box there are always better ways. We're not. We're far off perfect. There's things we can learn. So, I think the more you can um, pick people's brains and use their expertise, then the better it is, and the better all round for football. I think the thing I'd say to anyone, if uh, if they're watching this and thinking, what could I do? If you're not already involved in football, and you want to be, don't be afraid to ask and get involved in whatever way, shape, or form that is. You know, there's always room for more volunteers. There's all you local club will always want more people to be involved, to get on board, and you get the chance to make something better for you know, in our case, kids, but in obviously in other clubs' cases, adults and kids in your local community. Very inspirational stuff there, and I love what you said will resonate with people, and that's why in the box exists. It's all about community. It's about the power of sharing because it's one game, one love, and it's for everybody. 
Hi everybody, it's Tom from In The Box. It's a fantastic opportunity coming your way. Carl Stanley, head groundsman from Wembley, could be coming down to your club to take a look at your pitch. All you have to do is submit an inspection on the Pitch Power app by the 31st of March and then drop in the comments to let us know when you've submitted that inspection. Go download the Pitch Power app now. Now we've mentioned the Football Foundation a lot and now we are joined by Director of Programmes, Mark Coulson. Welcome, Mark. Thank you for having me. So tell us a little bit of how you got into the role. Football's been a big part of my life since I was a child. I was a typical 80s kid who spent all the time on the streets kicking footballs against the walls and driving my parents mad. So I always wanted to work in football and volunteering has been a big part of my journey. So when I finished my degree, I was one of the thousands of people who come out of university with a sports development degree and I got in touch with my local county affair and basically said, can I come and work for you for free? Can I do some volunteering? Just so I had something to talk about on my CV when I'm applying for jobs to try and, try and get that bit of a head start. And they directed me to my local club. So I joined the committee. My role was about taking through the chart standard processes and applying for community club status. And I also led the bid for Football Foundation project. So it was a pavilion and a pitch drainage pro uh, project as well. So those experiences kind of have set me up for the career path that I've gone on to have today. So yeah, that, that was a massive part of my journey and probably one of the most important things I've done to get to this point. Absolutely. And your passion shines through and facilities is such an important topic for grassroots clubs and, and organisations across the country. It must be very rewarding for you in the work that you do in the Football Foundation to support clubs to, to get better and, and to work on grass pitches to, to wider projects. It is, absolutely. We know from all the insight that the quality of grass pitches is the number one issue facing the game. It, it's been like that for year on years and the grassroots community expects us to do something about it. So as the Football Foundation, we, we get our money from the Premier League, the FA and the government and we use that money to try and transform communities through our investment. And grass pitches is front and centre of what we're trying to achieve. We want to get to 20,000 good quality pitches by 2030 and we've started that mission today. And to be able to do that, technology is obviously playing its part. We spoke about the Pitch Power app. How did the idea to produce the app come about? It came about because of the scale of the challenge. So we've been working with the Grounds Management Association for a number of years, and they were driving around the country, basically assessing pitches individually themselves, manually. And we could probably improve 1,000, 2,000 pitches a year by doing that. We want to improve 20,000. So we can't have... No, 2,000 people driving around the country just doesn't work. So we had to use technology and pitch power has been brilliant. We've got um, just shy of 5,000 good quality pitches now. So we're well on our way to, to achieving our goal. And it just allows us to support so many more clubs much quicker and get the resources and tools and support that they need to, to improve their pitches. It sounds absolutely fantastic and we will link to it in the show notes on In The Box. And we're here at Moby Rangers Football Club who have yep. benefited so much from Football Foundation funding and support and resources and so on. For anyone tuned into In The Box, what one little bit of advice would you give that they can glean from working with the Football Foundation? Yeah, any clubs out there who want to improve their pitches, they might not even currently maintain them at all. Anybody who's got the desire to improve their pitches, start the journey with pitch power. Understand what's going on with your pitch, what the current baseline is, and you'll get a report that tells you exactly what you need to do. That then opens up the door to our funding. We've got a funding pot of £21 million a year. It's not a small amount of money. That money is there to invest in clubs for them to improve their pitches. And we just want clubs to come on the journey with us.
What an opportunity. So you can go download the Pitch Power app now. And if you submit a Pitch Power report on your grass by the 31st of March, there's fantastic opportunities for you to come. Hi, it's Charlotte from In The Box and I've got a very special competition to tell you all about. It's that time in the season where every football club needs some more of these. So I've got 10 night footballs for your club to win all you need to do is head over to In The Box, subscribe to the channel, like our latest episode and leave a comment as well. That will enter you into the draw for a chance to win 10 Nike footballs. So what are you waiting for? Head over there now. Wow, what a first episode back of In The Box. It's been amazing to come down to Moby Rangers Football Club. I've really enjoyed it. Tom, what are your takeaways from this visit? My biggest takeaway is that if the pitch isn't playable, don't play on it. Sacrifice the fixture. You want the pitch to stand the rest of the season. What about yours, Charlotte? I think for me, it's actually the biggest signing that your football club could make would be to sign up for the Pitch Power app. Why not unlock that extra resource and then funding further down the line? I think it's going to make a massive impact for clubs at a really important time of the season. Definitely is. And obviously the Football Foundation on their mission to help improve grass pitches. That's the way they're doing it. Technology can reach more pitches and more people and unlock the power within them. So that's just about all we have time for for episode one of In The Box. But to make sure that you're the first to know when our latest episodes drop, subscribe, like and leave us a comment while you're there as well. And if you want to see more guests like John, let us know who you want us to go out and see and we might be coming to a league or club near you. Until next time, take good care. <laughs>